persons attempting to find a motive in this narrative will be prosecuted. Persons attempting to find a moral in it will be banished. Persons attempting to find a plot in it will be shot by order of the author. Secret news for my spies. 
that a whole parcel of Spanish merchants and rich Arabs with 200 elephants and 600 camels. Elephants and camels? Wow. I'd sure like to see them. They'll be in camp in Cape Hollow tomorrow afternoon. Now, wait a minute, Tom Sawyer. That's a Sunday school picnic going to be in Cape Hollow tomorrow, and you know it. It'll just look like a Sunday school picnic. It's really Arab. It's all done by enchantment. If you'd read that book, Darn Quixote, you'd know all about it. Tom, don't you get mad now. But I judge all that stuff is one of your book lies. Maybe you'll believe in them Arabs and elephants. But I'm going back to my room. New clothes, Huck? Pop, how'd you get in my room? Think you're a big bug, don't you? Maybe. Now, don't give me no lip. I'll take you down a peg before I'm through. Getting educated, ain't you? Read and write, too. Answer. Yeah. Who told you you could meddle with that foolishness, eh? Who told you? The widow. She told me. Uh, the widow, eh? I'll learn her to meddle. And looky now, you dropped that school here. You were putting on airs, letting on to be better than your father. You hear, Huck? Yes, Pat. I ain't the man to stand it. Now, let me hear you read. Here, take up this book. Well, General Washington made his headquarters three miles. You can do it. Look at that, a bed and a looking glass and a carpet. And your own father got to sleep with the hogs and the tanniers. They say you're rich. Got money. Have you, hey? I ain't got it. That's a lie. Judge Thatcher's got it, and you're going to get it for your old father, or I'll take him to law. Now, come on with me. But the way to see... You were coming when your pap says so? Are you, hey? Yes, Pat picked me up river in a skiff across her cabin on the old man's shore. He spent the time getting drunk and licking me with a cow-eyed strop. He got right handy with a hickory, too, and I was all over well. He locked me in for three days running, then came back drunker than ever. Call this the government? That's what I said. Just look at it. Pat, look out for the shore! Here's the law taking a man's own son away from him. His own son, after I had all expense to raise him. And me, what should be the richest man in town. That's what I told him. Me lying in the mud in the gutter. Huck, this jug's empty. You've been stealing my liquor. You've drunk it all, Pat. There, you see? Call that government when a man can't even keep a full jug? You stay here, boy. Here, I'm going to town for whiskey. And I'm cutting a three-inch hickory on the way back. I'll learn a boy to say he's better than his pap. When I get back, I'm going to see what color your backbone is. You hear? Pat was so drunk he forgot to lock the door. And I wasn't going to wait for him to come back. I loaded up a just canoe we'd hauled in. And I took Pat's gun and shot me a wild pig. Bled him all over the cabin floor. I bloodied up the axe good. 
stuck some of my hairs on it. I reckon they'd figure robbers got me and dumped me in the Mississippi. And that'd be the end. Then I cut for the canoe, shoved out any risk. It was great dawn by now. There were freckled places on the ground where light had sifted down through the leaves. A couple of squirrels sat on a limb and jabbered at me friendly. I jumped though when I smelled smoke. Somebody had a campfire going on Jackson's Island. I went cautious and slow. But not slow enough. I stepped on a twig and it cracked like a rifle. Who's there? Jim? That's the widow Douglas's Jim? Hook? Is that Hulk Finn here? What are you doing out roaming? I ran away from Pat, Jim. He's about going to finish me. I fixed it so it looked like robbers got me. No. Say, that's even better than Tom Sawyer could have done. Hey, what are you doing on Jackson's Island? Well, maybe I'd better not tell. Why, Jim? Mm, there's reason. You wouldn't tell on me, would you, Hook? You promise? Sure, Jim, I promise. All right. I run off. Jim, how come you do a thing like that? Well, old Widow Douglas, she said she'd never sell me off down to New Orleans. But I heard her tell Miss Watson she'd have gone for $800. And I didn't wait to hear no more. I lit out for the river. And I come over to the island. You won't tell, will you, Huck? I said I wouldn't. Old Jim can help you, Huck. There now. See them birds? That's a sign it's going to rain. You'd best find a cave on this island. It's going to rain powerful. Very beautiful thing to run. Rain fearful. But the birds were right. Rain for about a week. The river was rising fast. All sorts of things began to pile up on the island. We fished out a big piece of raft. Figured we could use it. Once even a house came sailing down and grounded on a snack. Tim looked inside and came out with some old clothes he found. I put on a calico gown and a sunbonnet. Allowed I'd paddle over the Illinois shore and find out what was up. girl, and what might your name be? Sarah Williams from Oakville, ma'am. I'm going to my uncle in Dawson. Well, that's a considerable way. You better stay here and rest a while. Here, take off your bonnet. Oh, uh, no. Uh, I reckon I'll be going off soon. Uh-huh. I mean, I feared at the time, but I do hear there was a, a murder. Yeah. That's right. A boy named Huck Finn. Some think his father done it himself. No. Is that so? Old Finn come near to getting lynched, but nobody could find him. But now, folks judge it was done by a runaway slave named Jim. There's a $300 reward. My husband's going to look for him as soon as he gets back from town. Somebody saw smoke on Jackson's Island. Jackson? Now, here, honey, wind this yarn around your hands like a good girl. Yes, ma'am. And your husband going over the island? 
He went upriver to borrow another gun. What'd you say your name was, honey? Thought you said it was Sarah when you come in. Don't blame yourself for it. 
He means to pave off the stern, or Huck. Them pilots don't care about no rats. Tell us, please, Jeff, what? It ain't no use, Huck. James run over, Jeff, for devilment. Hey, you! about bad luck. Couldn't find Jim the rat till next night. We had to fix the steering seat. And this time, Jim rigged up a wigwam at one end of the raft for bad weather now. Two, three days, night slid by, quiet and smooth and lovely. Then one morning, just as we were getting ready to shove off, we heard a monstrous sky eye of dogs in the woods. Outside town. That's quite a stride you had, old timer. How come you was a running? Well, I was conducting a little temperance revival, clearing as much as five or six dollars a night. When uh, one of the faithful found me chummy with a judge, mm. they had the tar boiling in the rail out, so I didn't wait for breakfast. And you, my friend? Well, sir, I've been selling an article to take the tartar off cheap. It does take it off, too. And the enamel along with it. I stayed about one night longer than I ought to. <laughs> Old man, I reckon we ought to double keep it. Sure. Sounds right to me. What is your line, mostly? Oh, journeyman printer, patent medicine, theater acting, tragedy, you know, mesmerism, phonology, and a lot of others. What's your line? Mostly doctrine, laying on the hands and such. Uh, preaching a missionary, too. Oh, Look, yeah. I hate to butt in here, but I figure if you're riding our raft, maybe one of you men to sleep for a while. The sweet? Oh, please. That's right. We take turns. Hey, I see. Uh, a lie. Well, what are you all asking about? To think that I should be degraded down to this company. What's wrong with this company? Oh, it's all right for you, I guess. Someday I will lie down and my poor broken heart will rest. Well, what do you hear when you're broken hearted us for? We ain't done nothing. Oh, uh, you would not believe me. The world never believes. Let it pass is no matter. The secret of my birth. What? Gentlemen, I have confidence in you. By right, I am a duke. No. You can't mean it. I am the rightful Duke of Bridgewater. And here am I, torn from my estate by a usurper. This by the world, degraded to the companionship of felons <laughs> on a raft. There, now, don't cry. Oh, dear. It would make me a trifle happier if you called me your grace. Or even Bridgewater, that's my title, you know. And, of course, gentlemen, I cannot do any manual labor. Uh-huh. Well, I guess you can't stand watching, your lordship. Uh, the other one... Uh, look here, Bill Dwarf. Uh, bridge. 
water. I'm a nation sorry for you. But you ain't the only one been snaked wrongfully out of our high place. Hmm? I do have the secret of my birth. No, look at that. Look, filled water. And I trust you. To the very death. I am the late dolphin. The what? The disappeared dolphin. Louis the Seventeenth, son of Louis the Sixteenth and Mary Antoinette, the rightful king of France. At your age? And I would consider it a kindness if you would address me as your majesty. And naturally, that is, of course, I cannot stoop to mean your labor. Glory, Huck. Ain't it grand to have honest or goodness royalty on the raft? up my mind that these liars aren't no kings or dukes, but I never said nothing. We kept your gracing and your majesty, and everything got along fine. I told him Jim was my property, and I was taking him down to my Uncle Ben's place below New Orleans. Now, you're sure he ain't a runaway slave? What a runaway run south? Well, mm. <laughs> how come you travel at night? Well, folks kept trying to get Jim away from me, saying he was a fugitive. They don't bother us none at night. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll figure something out about that. Oh, speaking of figuring, my dear Duke, it's uh, time we laid out a campaign. Well, now, just by chance, my dear Dolphin, I have here in my carpetback several playbills left over from my last engagement in Drury Lane Theater, London. You mean theater acting? Have you never trod the boards, royalty? Uh, no. You shall, Fallen Grandeur. The first good town we come to, we'll hire a hall and do Romeo and Juliet. Oh, it's all right with me if it pays, Billswater. I don't know much about play acting, though. Uh, I was too small. I was happy used to have them at the palace in France. Yes, well, do not worry. I will learn you. I'll be Romeo, and you will be his pretty sweetheart, Juliet. Hey, wait a minute. If Juliet's a young girl, Duke... Uh, Ain't my peeled dome and white whiskers going to look uncommon odd on it? Don't worry. These country jakes won't ever think of it. Well, gentlemen, I've been up to the village and had quite an afternoon working in the local print shop. Working? Is, well, in a manner of speaking... I took in $10 worth of advertisements for the town newspaper, sold three cut-rate subscriptions. Total, $9. Not counting this jug. Why ain't your paper to take ads for? <laughs> My boy, you do not have the proper outlook. And uh, what's more, gentlemen, I fixed it so we can travel in the daytime. Here. The slave handbill. Runaway named Jim. St. Jack's Plantation. New Orleans. $200 reward. Yes, this way we can make out we're taking him down for the reward. And here's my masterpiece. Look at the beautiful typography. Shakespearean revival. One night only. The world-renowned tragedian Edmund Keane, the elder of the Royal Haymarket Theater of Pudding Lane, London. That's you. Oh. And David Garrett, the younger of the Drury Lane Theater. That is me. In the sublime shape. Syrian spectacles, the balcony scene, and Romeo and Juliet. Admission, 25 cents. Ladies and children not admitted. And if that don't get them, I don't know Arkansas. Well, Your Majesty, we got to rehearse some more, and we got to figure out some encore. 
Huh? Well, what's in course, Billswater? Never mind, Dawson. I've got one for you that'll just set the town right back on its ear. Tonight, Majesty, the play's the thing. Shotgun marked away. Later on, 
I see two little children playing balls in the colonel, shooting each other down. Everybody said they'd done it perfect and gave them pennies. That's the kind of town it was. That night we had our show. They finished Romeo, and the Duke made an announcement. And now, for an encore, Mr. Keene will perform the soliloquy from Hamlet. The what? From Cotterham. Now, sit down and laugh. Over Oh, not too big. That is the question. Bill Burnham, would you come to Dunsinane? But that's the fear of something after that. Murder the innocent sleep. But soft you, the pedophilia. <laughs> Oh, not thy ponderous and marble growth. What gets thee to an honorary? Not bad for a one-night stand, eh, Majesty? Mm. Now, shall we return to our boudoir and sample this here imperial nectar? Well, a judge. Now you're talking, Billswater. Give me here. Huh. Yeah, Jim? Don't it surprise you the way these kings carry on? No, I reckon it's in the breed. But, Huck, these kings aren't on regular uh, rascals. That's what they is. That's what I'm saying. They always mostly... Take old Henry VIII. I ought to see him when he was in bloom. What did he do? He used to marry a new wife every day and chop her head off in the morning. Oh, we. And he'd do it just as indifferent as if he were hot or nay. Fetch up Mill Gwyn, he'd say. Next morning, wham! Compared to them old time kings, aren't a bunch of lambs. I guess kings are kings. Like to see a pipe, Jim? Oh. Thank you, Hook. You know, I was thinking, huh? I was feeling real bad. Why, Jim? Well, it reminded me of the time I treat my little Elizabeth to Andre. She was only about four years old, and she took scarlet fever. Then one day she's better. And she's just standing there, and I said, shut the door. And she never done it. Just stood there, kind of smiling. I said it again, mighty loud. Shut that door. But she never paid me no mind. Then I fetched her a slap beside the head. But she just stand there. Just then, long come the wind and slammed the door behind her. Kablam! And she never moved. My breath almost hopped right out of me. Then that door slammed again. And she don't never budge. Hook, I just bust out crying. And I said, the Lord God Almighty, forgive poor old Jim, because he's never going to forgive himself as long as he lives. Look, that little child, she was plumb deaf. And I'd been treating her so. And now I ain't never going to see Elizabeth again. But maybe, Huck, maybe I'll buy her free. That's what I'll do. I'll buy her free.
down south now. We begin to come on some trees of Spanish moss, hanging down like long gray beards. The king and the duke were plumb out of money again. Finally, one town they tried selling fortune, but they nearly got tarred and feathered. Next town after that, they sent me up to buy a jug. When I got back, there wasn't nobody on the raft. Then the king of the duke. You, uh, looking for somebody, Sonny? Yeah, then you seen a, a slave somewhere about, big fella? Well, sir, they, uh, <clears throat> they, uh, they got a runaway. No. A runaway? Yeah, down to Silas Phelps' place. They're holding him for the reward. You looking for him? Uh, nobody got hurt, did they? I mean, when they caught him. No. Two hundred dollars reward for him, though. <laughs> like picking money out in the road. Sure is. Wish I had it. Who nailed him, mister? An old fella. Strange. Yeah. <clears throat> Sold his chance in the reward for forty dollars. Because he can't wait. Has to go up river. An old fella, huh, mister? Yeah, old goat with whiskers. That's right, son. Had a handbill with his slave picture on it and all. Sold him for forty dollars. <laughs> Boy, if it was me, you'd bet I'd take that whole 200. Yes, sir. It's like picking money out from the road. I sat up there watching the river, thinking till I wore my head sore. After all this long journey, them scoundrels had the heart to make him a slave again. And all for 40 dirty dollars. I thought maybe I should write the widow where Jim was, so he could be with friends anyway. Then I thought he'd get around and help Jim help the slave to get his freedom. I couldn't stand that. Then I got to thinking about our trip down river. And Jim saying I was the only son he had left in the whole world. I figured I might as well be good and wicked. And for a starter, I'd steal Jim out of slavery again. I started over to Phelps, where the fellow said they had Jim. I was all still and Sunday-like. When I got there, the dooryard was empty. And off in the slave cabin, I heard a spinning wheel humming, waning along up and sinking down again. And I wished I was dead. But that's the lonesomest sound in the world. Then suddenly the dog is piling out of the house. Here you down. Get 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 Man, thanks, I'm so glad to see you. Come on out here, Silas. It's your nephew, Tom. Come to see us. And I've not set my body for ten years. Yeah, welcome, boy. We've been expecting you for a couple of days or more. Where's your baggage? Down to the steamboat landing? Um, I, I lost it when the boat went aground. Boy, that's too bad, but I reckon we can fix you up. Oh, here we are running on, and you, you ain't told us a word about the family up the river. And now you just sit down and tell me everything. Just all about it. Every last thing you can think of. Uh, well, the cat got your tongue, boy. Oh, no. 
<laughs> Why, son, you're standing like you don't know your own name. Well, I... Well, from what I heard, I never thought I'd see the day when I'd get stuttering and lollygagging from Tom Sawyer. Well, Matt... Tom Sawyer! I think I almost went through the floor. The rest of they took me for. And I told them more about my family. I mean, the Sawyer family. And could have happened in a million years. Then I said to myself, suppose real Tom comes down the steamboat landing and sees out my name before I can throw him a wink to keep me quiet. Well, I was all in a sweat. So I told the folks I had to go down and mail a letter. And there coming up in the wharf, sure enough, I met Tom. Huck! Well, I ain't never done you no harm. What do you want to come back and haunt me for? I ain't come back. I ain't been gone. Uh, honest Indian, you ain't a ghost? Honest Indian, looky here. Weren't you even murdered at all? Nah, I played on it. Now, we're that a grand adventure. Yes, sirree. What are you doing down here, Huck? You won't tell nobody, Tom. There's a slave here. I'm a trying to steal out of slavery. Huck. His name's Jim. Oh, with a Douglas is Jim. What? Why, Jim is... Hmm. I know what you'll say. It's really low-down business. But I don't care. I'm, I'm low-down and... Well, all I want you to do is not let on. Will you, Tom? Huck, I'll help you steal him. No. You tell me where he is. Well, here's your Uncle Silas' estate. And that's another thing. I don't know what we're going to do... But they think I am Tom. Well, what is this? But never you mind, Huck. I'll tell them I'm my own brother. Sid, that's me. When it comes to adventures, you just leave everything to me. Look here, Huck. I bet I know where Jim is. No. Where? You leave everything to me, Huck. You meet me down by the ass hopper after dark, and we'll get started. Huck, Huck, I'm right here, Tom. Look at that old cabin, will you? A fortress waiting to be stormed. Too bad there's no moat. Looks like a rickety old shed to me. Hey. That window's only got one board nailed across. That's big enough for him to crawl out of. I could hope we could find a more complicated way than that. We'll have to dig him out. What? Gunther, are you crazy? You could pull that board off in the window with one hand. If that ain't just like you, Huck Finn. Don't you never had no books at all? Who ever heard of getting a prisoner loose in an old maybe way like that? All right, all right, Tom. And don't take on. We'll dig him out. You know, there ought to be a watchman to drill. And a saw to cut off Jim's throat. Tom, you know right well that that thing's only around the bedpost. Now we've got to do is lift the bed. Nope, we got to do it right. Saw the bed, swallow the sawdust so no one can tell, and when you're ready, one kick and off you go. But I'll need a rope ladder, Huck. Tom, how you talk? What in the nation would you do with a rope ladder? Well, uh... 
I ain't figured that out yet, but he's got to have one. It's in all the books. Well, I figured Tom knew what he was doing. It didn't make sense to me, though. But he kept it talking about the man in the iron mask and Casanova and another book book. So I just done what he told me to and kept shot. He gave me a list of stuff to get, though. Well, he called it borrowing, because that's what Pap called it. But Tom said it wasn't borrowing, it was stealing. Don't you know that, Huck? All state political prisoners steal the stuff to escape with. But Jim ain't no political prisoner. He's nothing but a runaway slave. You hush up, Huck. we got to get the stuff in the gym. I'll just rip the board off of that window. Hold on. Didn't I say we've got to dig in? It's regulation. Well, all right, if you say so. You get your case knife out, Huck, and start. Case knife? Since when ain't it picking trouble good enough to dig out a runaway slave? There ain't no other way I read of but case knife, and we've got to do it that way. It may take years and years. Years? Sure. Why, one of them prisoners in the shadow deep in Marseille, why, it took him 38 years to escape. And he came out in China. But Jim don't know anybody in China. Neither did the other fellow. Huck, why do you keep wandering off the main point? Well, I don't know about them books, Tom. But I'll tell you, Jim's too old to be dug out there with case knives. He just won't last. I finally talked Tom into using pitch. But he said he let on it with case knives to keep the whole thing regular with the rules. In the meantime, old man Phelps wrote to the plantation down in New Orleans that Jim was supposed to run off from. Of course, there weren't none. Then he began to talk about advertising Jim in the papers. My blood ran cold. Finally, I got time to agree to finish out the plan that night. But Tom, he added one more fancy touch. He wrote an anonymous letter to Uncle Silas, warning him that someone was trying to run off Jim. So... When we came to get the captive loose, blamed we didn't get the warmest reception ever seen. Tom Sawyer, you and your anonymous letters. Jim is glorious. He's down under the bush. Where's Jim? I'm right here, Huck. Come on. We've got a cut for the river. Ready, Huck? I don't like getting gunshots. Let's go. good plan, Hook. I bet nobody could get up a plan what's more mixed up. Ain't that so, Tom? Oh. Oh. What's the matter, Tom? You hurt, honey? Nothing much. I only got a bullet in my leg. Here. Let me see. We gotta stop that bleeding, Hook. We've done it. An elegant escape. Just as slick as nothing at all. Oh. That leg don't look so good to me, Tom. Well, Huck, where'd look to me? If it was Tom being shot free, and old Jim had been shot, Tom would say, we got to get him a doctor. Never mind about me. That's Tom Sawyer. And that's just what Jim's want to say. 
if I've got to be a slave the rest of my life. We're going to get Tom adopted. before the doctor came. And what did I do but the bump fight into Uncle Silas? Shotgun and all. Of course, I lied to him to get out of it, but they took me off home and I didn't know what happened or anything. Till next morning when a wagon drove him up to the door with a crowd of men around it. Oh, Lord, what happened to you, boy? Hey, Dr. Olden, what's wrong with you? Hi there, Mr. Phelps. Youngster seems to run into bullets. Oh, no. Yeah, easy, man. Easy. Go right now. And I brought you back that runaway slave. Uh, we'll tie him up right this time. Why, well, I ought to take the life to Nah, just hold on. He's all right. Well, he could have got away, but he stayed on to bring the boy to me. So it was like a doctor. He was hiding in the bush. But the minute I said I need help somewhere, now they come and he was risking his freedom for that. Well, what I can't figure out is who left all them crazy notes and that rope ladder and the rest of that truck. The slave must have had an army helping him. Why, no, Uncle Silas. We set the runaway slave free. Tom and me. Good Lord. Are you crazy, boy? We done it. And we done elegant right out of the book, didn't we, Tom? Well, yes, and we did. Mercy sake. No, I never. Well, anyway, you're safe. We better set him up again and tie him good. Come on, you. Yes, sir. Goodbye, Huck. Tom. Got no right to shut up, Jim. She ain't no slave. He's as free as any creature walks this earth. What? Sure. Widow Douglas died two months ago and left Jim free in her will. Because she said she was ashamed, she said she'd show him down river. Why, he's as free as you are. Th- then why on earth did you work so crazy hard to set him loose? That's just like a woman. For the adventure of it, that's what. Adventure? Why, land's mercy. Silence, if this boy didn't have a bullet, huh? I- I'd have you tell my hide right off in him. Adventure? Huh. Well, there it was. And pretty soon we had to own up that Tom was really Tom, and I was hooked in. Then you should have seen Aunt Sally. Land. Tom was just free of sneaking out to the engine territory. Having some howling adventures. I don't know, Tom. It don't sound so good to me. I ain't got the money to buy the outfit. I figure Pat drunk it all up by now anyway. No, Huck. He ain't coming back no more. What do you mean, Jim? You remember that house was floating down the river? And that was a man in covered up. And I didn't let you in? Well, Hook, the dead man in that house, that was your pet. Well, now I guess there ain't nothing more to tell about. And I'm rotten glad of it. Because if I'd known there was so much trouble, I wouldn't have tackled it. But I reckon I'll have to light out for engine territory. I'll pour the rest of them. Cause Aunt Sally says she's gonna adopt me and civilize me. And I can't stand that. 
I've been there before. 